as a state, as a country, as a world are going to get through this and we're going to all make the right choices that get us through this. And, and that from that point that we do what we can and we tell our kids to continue to keep learning in school and we don't give up. Hey everyone, my name's Britt and I'm the founder and designer at Beach Candy Swimwear. We specialize in making sure that women of every age, shape, and size feel extraordinary in a swimsuit. And during these uncertain times, I really wanted to take the time to talk about what inspires us and to share positive stories and messages and vibes with the real women that we love and know. So I've decided to hold these incredible conversations on a podcast, and this is the first of many extraordinary conversations to come. Today I have on with me Emily, and I like to call her Superwoman. Uh, She's a dedicated mother of six, a triathlete, and has recently completed an Ironman race. Emily is an avid beach candy collector, friend, and inspiration to me ever since I've known her. And every time I see her, I always think to myself, I wish I could share her can-do, unstoppable attitude with the world. So during these uncertain times is the perfect time to take a break, take a pause, take a moment, and talk about what really matters to us as women. So thanks so much, Emily, for joining us. Thank you. And I should have confirmed this with her, but a triathlete how many times? And Ironman how many times? (laughs) <laughs> Ironman once, half Ironman many times, and triathlon, triathlete finisher many times. So. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself and being a mom of six kids. So yeah, so I have six kids. They range in age from 10 to 20. Um, um, yeah, so six kids in nine years is definitely complicated and super fun. Uh-huh. Um, definitely the best time of my life that I've had ever was raising these kids. Um, and now watching them grow up and develop into adults has been an amazing experience. Um, difficult, trying, hard, amazing, powerful, everything, you know, the whole gamut, I think. Um, yeah. And then I also, you know, I try and balance it out with taking care of myself, you know, always trying to be fit, always trying to be in my body, understanding that I need to move my body and somehow trying to do that while being a mommy and now um, also working and taking care of them and then doing that all now, all this craziness is going on. But it's a challenge and it's, it's something that we rise up to. And I think each time I'm able to achieve something like that, I'm able to show them you have this ability. And during this time, what have you been finding um, is like your favorite pastimes with the kids or what have you been up to? So it's definitely been a bit of a change (laughs) to have everybody here. I have homeschool going on or online school, I guess you could say, because I'm definitely not equipped to teach six (laughs) grades, including college. Um, But they are, they're all online school getting up and I have two tables going and they have classes and some are doing art and some are doing gym class we've done yoga as a family and all together and and that was one of the kids was taking notes for a gym class um we've gone on walks we've prayed together we've cried together we've talked about at night we've we just connected last night we're talking about you know what how how homeschool was going or online school is going for them and what they were finding helpful and what they found good and then also what they found challenging what they need help on and most of the consensus was please tell everybody to be quiet, <laughs> you know, because yeah. 
eventually, because it's, it's hard if someone's, I had one kid doing a presentation the other day, standing up there and, you know, another kid's taking an exam. I had another kid taking a quiz and all in the same area. So it's learning how to respect each other and all get along in that same environment. And I'm answering my work calls, which are being transferred to my cell phone. <laughs> oh my God. You're juggling. Oh, yeah. are amazing. It's no wonder you're juggling. <laughs> But it's been good. It's been good. And we're able to walk outside. So we took a walk with the dog and I was afraid people were going to get mad at me because here I am with this big crew and they're going to say, yeah. you can't be with all these people and all these kids are hanging out. I'm like, no, they're all my teenagers. <laughs> this is my tribe, guys. This is my right. Tribe. <laughs> right, right. Well, that's so cool that um, you're even able to, you know, kind of operate a school with six kids at the house because some families I've heard are just throwing in the towel and just, you know, just trying to get through it day by day. But your, your discipline, probably keeping all the trains on the track. So props. It's hard. I, I can't say that it's easy by any stretch. I think that acknowledging the difficulty and acknowledging that this is a crazy time and acknowledging the waves that we're all going to go on of like, we can do this to like, I can't do this anymore to yes, we can and finding the yes, we can's and finding that and, and reality and, you know, Parenting with reality, I think, is really, really important. It's always been important to me to acknowledge this is hard for me too, but yeah. let's figure out a way to get through it together. Not that this is easy for me and this is a breeze and let's just, everything's, everything's simple and everything's easy and everything's roses. It's not. It's hard. It's confusing. It's scary. What do you think is like your superpower? What, how, you know, what's your, what do you bring to the table that you think just kind of really, um, takes it to the next level with your family and just in life? I think that the superpower has really come from the ability to be completely powerless and not have any superpower. And I think in order to gain anything like a superpower, it comes from building. And I think everybody has that ability. People say to me all the time, like about bodybuilding or about triathlon or about babies, any of those things are things that we build up to. It doesn't just come. You don't finish, you don't, you don't come to the finish line without building to get there in every instance. So even in this type of thing, I think that it's only because I've built on struggle and built on other things and other areas of my life that I've been able to achieve things that I never thought I'd be able to achieve. And yes, part of it is the beauty of having 12 eyes on me, which I always talk about is that there's 12 people, 12 eyes staring at me, six people watching me and seeing me in my darkest and in my height of success and you know coming through a race and finishing and coming through a race and failing and i think that um that sorry the kids are <laughs> but i think that if you um you know if you can if you can get through those struggles that that becomes your superpower is that you're able to get through something and look back on it and say that was me i did that you know, and I think the biggest thing that I've taught my kids that's able to get me through every instance is by taking all of your baggage. And I always talk to the kids about this. You have two choices with your, with hard things that come into your life. You have two choices. Number one, you can take it and put it all in front of you and try and push this heavy, dirty load in front of you. And it's so hard and it's so heavy and we can't get through it. Or we can take these tough times and these hard things that we're all going through and put it into a backpack. And that's your fuel, your jet fuel. 
So you can take all this hardness and put it into a jet fuel pack and let it empower you to push you forward. So every step that I took in that Ironman, every hard thing I had gone through went into that backpack. Every time that I'm struggling and I want to eat something or I want to do something or I can't lift another weight or I can't do it, I take all that, all the hard stuff and it goes into my fuel pack and it empowers me to push forward. So I think when we put it back here as our push forward and to fuel us into, into thriving instead right. of a burden. No, this is part of, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I'm going to lift weights right now in my garage, even while everything's closed right. or we can let it, let it happen to us, which right. I think is for me that, so my superpower I'd say is to take the hard and turn it into the powerful. Awesome. And you would say, so putting it, you know, in your fuel pack by, um, by just kind of seeing the silver lining or making it work for you or trying to, you know, see, see the good in it. And, I and think seeing the reality of it and saying, this is hard. This is really hard. We can acknowledge it. We can deal with it. Right. And then we can, we can add it to our fuel. Okay. This is tough. And it's more motivation for me to push forward even more, you know? Yeah on the other side of things, um, vulnerably, or, you know, as a mother and just as our nature as women with wanting to have everything under control and being, being a caretaker, what, um, is keeping you up at night during this crisis? What's concerning you? I think the ability to not control my environment. It seems so simple. If I say, okay, well, I can eat this and I create that body. I can lift that weight and I can create that body. I can clothe my children in this and this, and I'll hopefully keep them all safe. And then when I lose control of that, I can't, you know, yes, we can try and stay home as much as we can, but yes, we're going to send the kids out on a walk because that's a risk that both the CDC and I think as a parent is an okay thing to do right now to stay with, you know, six feet away from people and go for a walk and see the sun and breathe the air. And that's important. But the doorknob outside or the, you know, or something gets on your shoe when you come in the house and you walk, there's, there's going to be tiny, you know, there's, there's places, you know, there's groceries that are coming in. There's yeah. things. Yeah. That, so we can't control it all. And to try and give that up to God, I think is for me, the only way to sleep. Yeah. And to say, I've done everything I can. Now it's a, now it's up to you. I'm not going to stand outside and I'm not going to share, you know, germs with people that I don't have to, and I'm not going to go hug people that I don't need to be hugging. And I'm not going to do anything like that. But I think if we can do everything we can, and then for me, just to give it up and say, okay, God, now these kids are in your hands. It's a hard thing to let go of as a mommy when you're a mommy bear and you want to control them and you want to control everything and you can't. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you're doing a beautiful job. So, and I love the idea of just letting go and letting God at the, you know, at the final hour, that's what we all kind of have to do. What does your success look like in the future? What are you looking forward to? It's funny when you said that, my immediate thing is, well, the kids, <laughs> you know, so it's, it's hard to know when it's like, well, me, no, 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 well, the kids, like, what do the kids' successes look like? And I guess part of it is a parent, you know, you think, what do their successes look like? And, and I think there's two parts. So, so for them, I'd say, I'd say kindness and honesty and integrity. I think the rest of the chips fall, as I've seen, I think it's an amazing thing being a mommy of six because you you get to let go of some of that need for them to be the successful businessman or the successful straight A student or the valedictorian or top of their 
team or whatever it is that I really want for them to have those values, those deep values. And that's what I've focused on as a mommy that, that you, you can't, you, you can get a 4.0, but you can still have no integrity and have, and don't, and aren't kind. So to me, getting into Harvard isn't as important as, as being kind. So I think if I can raise kind kids with integrity and values that the rest of that they can probably figure out. This is why I, I wanted to have this conversation with you because you're just an incredible woman. You, I've known you for almost 10 years now. And every time I speak to you, I just, I light up. I just love what you're up to, Emily. Tell us about your amazing athletic accomplishments. Um, well, I think my most amazing accomplishments have been these six kids, <laughs> but my personal accomplishments, yeah, um, athletic so, accomplishments are quite, yeah. quite extraordinary. <laughs> um, so I've, I've competed in multiple triathlons. I've competed in half Ironman triathlons. Um, and then eventually I tried my hand at the full Ironman and was able to complete that with my six kids by my side who followed me around and wouldn't leave the race site my mom kept trying to get them to go and they said we're not leaving mommy so they slept on the ground and stayed together and the only reason I finished that brutal brutal race was because these six kids kept saying you can do this mommy and one of them ran with me my oldest ran with me in the last for the last like three miles and then my best friend was with me um but they were all right there with me. I looked at my daughter in the face and I said, I can't do this anymore. And she said, yes, you can. She's like, you've done this. You have nine more miles. Nine miles is nothing to you. She said, just do it. Just go. And they came with me. They, they walked for a little bit and they let me go. And, you know, when you have that kind of army behind you, you can do anything, anything. It seems so simple, you know? Um, and for those <laughs> listeners that don't know what Iron Man is or what it consists of, if you could explain that a little bit more. So Ironman is the longest of the triathlon races, um, although there is Ultraman and there's some other, other ones that are really extreme. Um, but Ironman is a 2.4 mile swim, followed by a 112 mile bike, followed by a full marathon. So they were there watching. Extraordinary. And how long did you train for that? Um, that was probably a full year of training, but it wasn't really because it was before that it was half Ironman. And then before that it was long distance. So, you know, it really led up to, you know, and then it was earlier that year in 2016. So I did the Ironman in November and earlier that year in March of 2016, I won the overall in the bikini um, part of the bodybuilding competition. So, and I started that in around 2015, I started doing bikini bodybuilding only after my friend convinced me and begged me and said, and I was like, okay, one time, maybe. <laughs> and then I've been doing that ever since. And I absolutely love it. It's, it's an amazing thing, which I connect all these three things, like the child rearing and the childbirth and the nine months of that to the Ironman and the training and the triathlon and all of that to the bodybuilding. And I think it's all a similar type of thing when you when you're, you're focused and you have a goal and there's a certain time period and you're able to change your body and sculpt your body and create something that wasn't there. I couldn't run a marathon. I couldn't bike that far, but slowly, slowly, slowly we can. And we all have those abilities. No matter what the goal is, you take a certain period of time and you, every day you get a little bit better. You know, even if it's yoga, you go a little bit 
down closer, closer to your legs. You, you stretch a little bit more and a year from then, two years from then, all of a sudden you've changed. We don't see it right away, but you've changed. And I think that that strength, while we can't control a lot, it is fun to be able to, for me, to take on that challenge and to have my kids watch me and say, you can, you can't do this. Yes, you can. Look, look, watch. I'm going to take on this challenge. It's hard. It's painful. It's scary. It's unknown. My kids say, how do you know you're going to finish? And they say, I don't, I don't. Aren't you scared when you get up on stage? Completely. Do you think you're going to win? I don't know, but we're going to try. It's not going to stop me from trying and it shouldn't stop you from trying. Right. I love that theme of kind of our whole conversation is just about building um, and, and moving forward regardless of your circumstances and just con continually, you know, going for your dreams, even if it's incrementally, you're, you're on your way there as long as you keep moving. Yeah, yeah, completely. We don't know what's going to happen right now. That doesn't mean we should stop today. I know. My biggest fear is, you know, this is just going to keep extending. I think that's what a lot of people are thinking is. Yeah. Okay, a month I could, I could do being home for a month, you know, really by having, you know, the wine and yes. <laughs> the coffee and the whole bit. But yeah. like, you know, two months, three months, six months, you know, your, your mind wants to kind of go there sometimes. And you just have to say, you know, one day at a time. Yes. One step at a time. Yes. Yes. And we don't know, but we're going to keep trying and you know what tomorrow it's going to be a little bit easier. And that thing that we couldn't figure out how to do at home yesterday, we right. figure it out, you know, and whatever your thing is, whatever you're trying to work on at home, there will be someone out there. And as a global community, the fact that we have all these resources to us, I have friends, so many friends online that are posting classes and all these things that they're doing online and you can, connect to it and someone's going to help us figure out the next step. So if there's things that you can't do today, you will figure it out. You'll figure out how to make some sort of makeshift gym, school, classroom, whatever it is, you know? Right. I love that. Well, I see all of your bikinis behind you. And since you are quite, quite the beach candy collector, I'd love <laughs> for you to share a few of your favorites. And it's an honor to have been dressing you all these years. <laughs> Yes, I think we should start with the best of the best. This is the one that goes everywhere. That's the first one I always put on. Okay. Just the perfect cut. It, it's an awesome little back and it doesn't cut into you anywhere, which I love with all of your suits. It doesn't cut in to the waistband. It's just nice and it, you know, you can make everything's adjustable. So you want to make this wider, you want to make it tighter. That's that. I always love that. And then this is my favorite for anywhere you go. So I mean, you me wear that the, set, the, the two there. What? You wear that top with the bottoms that you just. Uh, uh, yeah, all the time. It's everywhere. So the back's really open. So it's super cute. It feels sexy, fun. Yeah. And then the top's a little bit more covered. So you feel a little bit covered up if you, if you need that extra boost, depending on which yeah. stage of the vacation you're on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so cute. And then, and then what I love about that one and so many of your suits is this. So then you want to put on this and you have a different type of vacation and you're in a little top. Totally. You have that with it. And then you're out at like the kid beach and you're the mommy. 
I forgot <laughs> you have. <laughs> yeah. So you have the little bottoms that go that are just a full coverage or for me, yeah. that's a pretty full coverage. Yeah. Um, but it works and it really works to have all these pieces to bring that suit together somewhere. And depending on what type of environment you're going into, you can yeah. wear anything. And for me, I've worn this as a shirt many times. Yeah. This little pair of jean shorts. Yeah. Great. So even a pair of jeans, little mini skirt out at night, if you're away. I love that one. And then this was one of the first ones we worked on together. Um, oh yeah. I love, I love because I feel like a lot of women want to be a little bit more covered, but don't want to be in a one piece. Yes. And I think, you know, this feels like a piece of jewelry. I love you, know, you have this all here. You feel like you're in a necklace and, and then to have the sides all, you know, gorgeous. I love that. Yeah. It's such a classic suit. Yeah. That's, I love that one. Um, For those of you watching, that was the Maggie Monokini. And then the first bottom that she showed is the Joanne and the handkerchief top is our Jenna. And then the other top is our Alexa and the bottom that was more full coverage was the Alexa. Those were all those aqua snake suits, but those are all incredible staples that dress incredible moms like Emily. This has been my shirt forever. This is also to most people a bikini, but I also wear that yes. one. So this is a great suit. Totally. It just the top fits nicely if you wear it under a little top or a little sheer top, or you just wear it with a pair of jean shorts. It just fits so nicely. Yeah. I love that one. And it goes with the bottoms that I have with the, um, the ground. It goes with the bottoms that go with that, but it also just goes with any bottom. Like I often wear it with just like a little thong. Cute, yes. Just a little fun. Love it. Yeah. And then this one is the one I had sent you that picture. I think we went in there, we did some pictures with this one. This was a great, um, great little top that I also wear with a little thong bottom. Yes. That off and back. Mm -hmm. That one is very cleavage building. <laughs> yes. yes, it's a great top. Gorgeous on, I know, I love that top. Yes. Cute. Um, and then I think this one is just like, just stunning. Like you feel like it, it's like a cross between a bride and you're just um, in jewelry. Like it's this combination of I'm in a bikini, but it's also I'm in a full, fully jeweled, you know, yes. the white classic. You just had a picture of this out the other day and that's the bottom with it. Which is and just, what's amazing is how old are those suits? That suit is this one is from 2012. Yeah. It's white as white can be. <laughs> it's amazing. I've thrown away so many other suits. These are it's white. It's completely white. That's amazing. I know that bottom's even discontinued, so that's why I asked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that one though. That was a great one. Oh. Um Gorgeous. And these also are stunning. I mean, these are, this is also 2012, I think, this one, but it's still one of my favorite ones. You just, oh, you, yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah, nothing. Yeah. Like nothing. I get stopped. Where I came in, you were going to Vegas and we wanted to get you hooked up. Yeah. All up. <laughs> you can wear this with heels and jewelry and love it. Yeah. I mean, it's so fun. It's so much fun. I know. That's, that's what I miss most is, um, you know, the beach and the pool and the sun. You know, and I feel so blessed at this point to have people to hug, if nothing else. 
there's so many people out there who are alone who may, you know, yeah. you may have been their only hug, their only smile. Maybe someone who works in a, you know, in different industries who, who their work people were their only people, their gym people were their only people. And people who don't have a hug, every person right now who has someone to hug is the luckiest person on earth because so many people are walking around right now without anyone to touch. They say you can't touch anyone but your family or the people that live in your house. What if you live alone for an elderly person or even a young person who's whatever it is. I feel so blessed to have my crew. You know, they may drive each other crazy or may help each other or whatever, but my house is loud, really loud and busy and fun. And that's such a blessing, you know? So true. I know that that brings a lot of perspective to things and just, you know, the, the first responders and the nurses and the, the grocery stores, they're putting their lives on the line for the rest of us. And I, I really think that the message that drives this all home most is that, you know, our, our ancestors went to war for us and we just need to sit on the couch. We have running water, we have electricity, we have heat. We, I mean, we're not, nobody's, you know, we just need to wait a little bit, you know, yeah. hug our people. Thank you so much for being my first guest on here. And um, do you have anything else you want to say before we sign off? No, I think it's, it's I, I'm appreciative of you asking me to do this, especially because it just, just pushes all of us, including myself, to continue to be grateful for what we have. You know, and I truly, truly am right now. So thank you. I couldn't agree more. Thanks, Em. Thank you.